Good morning, everyone. My name is Judith. I am a gratefully recovering compulsive operator. Um, I, you know, first and foremost, um, I would like to say thank you, Lucy, and thanks for asking me to to be a speaker today. I never uh, decline any requests um, because I believe that uh, you know I need to work the program and I need to give back to the program as if my life depends on it, as it is, it really does. And um, I, uh, I'm i not sure what's the topic or the theme, but I thought that I would be talking about the, uh, the 12 uh, steps, going through one through 12, and uh, just a little bit relating it to my life and how I work it and, you know, what I got out of it. Um, for a very quick background, um, I came into OA in 1987, uh, never left. I think I had maybe in one crazy thought, maybe two, when I was in the depths of my relapse. And um, I said, my head said, oh, this stuff doesn't work. You know, why am I torturing myself? Um and that was exactly like for a minute or two, because I knew that the very moment I would exit, um, I will not only keep on doing the same old horrific binges, starways, and you know abuse uh, of my body with food, but I would not have any kind of a hope either. Um, nothing to hold on to that one day I'll get back to abstinence or I'll be given the gift of abstinence. So I never left. I stayed thick and thin. Um, and it was painful, I have to say, because um, being a self-centered, selfish person, I, of course, saw that everybody was looking and pointing at me, thinking, oh, my God, the relapse is uh, uh, contagious. And, you know, we're going to get cooties from this woman because she's in relapse. Well, I don't think that anybody cared. Um, you know, personally, uh, when I see someone in relapse, I approach them and, and uh, want to give them support. Yet, honestly, it doesn't even turn in my mind, you know, that this person is uh, contagious or, you know, has some kind of problem. So, therefore, I should stay away. But that was just the way my mind was thinking. All right, so um came in 1987. I was, um, um, I'm going to just say that for a very basic background that I had zero spiritual concept uh, or religion. I came in a beautiful, wonderful Alta Bates Hospital in Berkeley, which was at Shattuck Avenue, and we had over 100 people every Saturday morning. I think it started at 8 a.m., and uh, that was the start of my recovery. And what I think I want to, you know, start now is to relate my share and my story to the steps. So the first step is um, powerless over food and people and places and situations, insanity and all the stuff that I thought I could control, including myself. Well... It just did not happen that way. When I came to program, it took me a while to get abstinent. And um, finally, when I 
became abstinent, uh, which was a huge gift. Um, I, I think I got it uh, on a very deep level. And that's the honesty part. The spiritual principle of step one is honesty. That whatever I was doing, it was not working. Um, you know, binging, starving, yo-yoing, 30 plus pounds up and down uh, in every couple of months. Uh, it just showed that, you know, something is not, not a good thing. And I started to read, um, you know, the OA uh, 12 by 12, as well as the beautiful blue book, which is the AA uh, book, A 12 by 12. And I got the sense that, you know, I think very deep down in my heart, I got it uh, that I had to be honest about what's going on. I had not a clue what I'm going to do about it, but the insanity, the way I related to food was totally crazy. Thank you. So that brought me to hope. Uh, the gift of the abstinence was that I started to lose weight immediately. Hallelujah, you know, for a fat girl, you know, who saw that her entire, all the problems were related because of the fact that I was fat, you know, that was like, oh my gosh, I'm losing weight. Uh, pink cloud abstinence. Thank you, God. It felt awesome. I not only lost the weight, uh, but I also looked great. Oh my God. And besides looking and feeling great because I did not uh, numb my brain on sugar and all the horrific binge foods that I used to, I also uh, got a huge big ego. I saw that I not only was the center of the universe, but I was the, you know, everybody should be coming to me for advice, you know, thinking that in a way, you know, it shows the, uh, the, not only the insanity, but the immaturity of my program. All right. So I got hope. The hope was that I looked awesome. And if this is something that, you know, I can follow, you know, maybe for the rest of my life. Oh, my God, I feel so good. Hope is very important for a human being. Um, I know that, you know, it's I am not alone in this, but if my hope of for anything, whether it's to do with work or life or my OA program, if hope was taken away, I would be extremely not only disenchanted, sad and depressed, but everything in between. Because I and many of us have to have hope, hold on to something that for a problem, there is a solution. And that's exactly step two. The essence of step two is hope. Uh, faith did not come easily to me. Uh, I mentioned when I came to the program, um, I um, was very much, excuse me, practicing practicing my disease, but I thought I did it alone. You know, it was like, oh, willpower. I love this stuff. You know, give me the give me the diet in a way. You know, just let me stay away from the sugary crap, the sugary food, and let me be free of binges and starvies. And so, you know, I'm gonna be able to just master this awesome program and keep the weight off forever. But I had no spiritual concept or religious beliefs. Um, when I came into program, somebody mentioned in the beautiful 
uh, uh, meeting, uh, that altabase meeting, they suggested uh, to read the big book. I had not a clue what the heck the big book was. And I thought that meant the Bible. Well, in my upbringing, you know, science and the uh, power of the brain mattered a lot. And, um, you know, I, I kind of, you know, got scared. And I, it took me a while to really just, you know, stick around and uh, even, you know, approach the table where there was literature and then very gently and fearfully opened a big book. Is this really for religious freaks, you know, for people who are in a cult and they're going to change my mind and alter my personality? Well, because I had a sponsor, you know, that person said, just read it with an open mind, you know, don't freak out. And whenever, you know, in the big book, you see, you know, alcohol, just substitute that for food for you, for yourself, because you are really a food addict. And that's what I did. So the whole, the faith did not come easily to me. It actually came through multiple relapses in program. And the reason I was blessed with faith, because by the time, you know, when I was uh, going into relapses, I figured out at some point that this is beyond me. And um, there was one wonderful opportunity when I was, uh, I lived like an insane person between the binges and starves, starvings and compulsive exercises and could not manage my weight. That I shrieked out and yelled out, if there is a higher power or God, please show yourself to me. Because... There is no way that I can handle this. You know, all I want is just to get back to abstinence. And that I understood that was beyond real power. And that's when I got faith. Um, and I distinguish very strongly between faith and religion, as I am sure many people. Uh, so that's when I got faith. Thank you very much. The essence of four step is courage. And uh, it didn't... Uh, come difficult to me to start to to write down uh, character defects. Uh, I was always a person who easily chastised myself. It's like, oh my God, the problem of, of the world is all my fault. You know, I am the one who caused it. And um, so it was fairly easy for me to write a four step. I had a sponsor and he walked me through it. And, um, you know, he even had the atrocity to say, um, Judith, it's awesome that you have like 400 or 500 days of abstinence. But, you know, abstinence is not the most important thing in the program. And I said, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, what, what do you know? So I did not listen to him, but that was fine because I was doing my four step and I was working with this person who was really an alcoholic, um, but he also came to OA and he had lots of really good recovery through working the program and the steps. So courage was the essence of step four. Uh, step five, integrity. The essence of step five is integrity. And so uh, how the heck does that relate to me? A person who always thought that I was worse as the than the scum of the universe, I, you know, how can I have integrity? Well, the more I did this uh, self-interpersonal, self, -interpers self um, 
um, anal an analysis, you know, the more I looked at my stuff um, and um, the more I wrote about my um, character traits, um, the more I realized that, you know, I'm not really the person who controls the world. Also, maybe just maybe there is some time and place to work and change these character traits that I came in with away and those things did not work anymore. So the integrity I relate to is that I had this conscious feeling that, you know, there is something now that I need to change. And I don't know why, but I have not a clue how I'm going to change it, but something has to be changed if I want it to remain abstinent. Um, the essence of step six is willingness. And a willingness is actually, you know, to really just stick around. Uh, things have, you know, I had this backpack of character traits. Most of the things were crazy making and trying to control the world or myself. And I figured out those don't work anymore, these tools and uh, equipments in my little backpack. So now I need to change them, change those items to something which will be working in my new life. So the willingness came to be willing to look at the stuff openly, honestly, and also to say, you know, God, something needs to be changed and I am willing. You know, I am at the doorsteps and if there is any change to be done, give me the power and the strength to change. The essence of step seven is humility. And humility comes to the fact, you know, what I'm thinking is that the only thing I need to know about higher power is that I am not it. So that's for me, the essence of humility. Um, I have no control about myself, people, places, situations. I will, I totally attest and 100% believe that I have a higher power. And uh, the humility part is that instead of managing higher power or, you know, thinking that I got it, higher power, you just kick back and relax. I will give up my little pause from the steering wheel of the car and uh, I'm going to move away from the driving seat to the passenger side. And that's humility for me. Uh, let go and let God. Step eight, the essence of step eight is self-discipline. Um, it, it's uh, it's kind of hard for a composite person because that means that I have to keep on doing the same old, same old. And I don't know about you, but I am one of those uh, flamboyant people who thrives on chaos. And I love to, you know, kind of mock up things and make things ex exotic and exciting. So to keep on doing the same old, same old, that would equal boring and I don't know. I don't like boring. I love the zest of life and I like excitement. So self-discipline is keep on, thank you, keep on showing up and doing what has been proven that works. Um, step nine, love. Um, I'm not sure how I really relate step nine and love, but all over the essence of the program for me is love. Uh, step nine is keep on doing the same stuff, what I have learned. And because I love myself, I keep on repeating all these um, activities that has been proven to work. So I guess 
self-love. And then because I have gained love and understanding toward myself, I can also share this love with you. So perhaps that's the essence, the self-love and loving others is in step nine. Step 10, perseverance. Well, um, it's not that easy to do for me, step 10. Uh, I do it most of the times. Um, step 10 is keep at it. You know, there are constantly things, you know, that I need to work on. And um, it will show up in my crazy thinking during the day. Um, and sometimes I hurt people. And then the 10 step um, not only taking the daily inventory, but making amends either to myself or to others, either verbally or through in my behavior. Uh, the living amends is just to manifest uh, what I said I'm sorry for. Um, step 11 is my favorite uh, spiritual essence, spiritual connection to my higher power. I feel very strongly that I have a higher power. Uh, she's an awesome higher power. Um, she knows my name. You know, there is that country song, uh, country western uh, song that God knows my name. I know that, um, you know, I'm written in the book and God has exactly the knowledge of who Judith is. I am absolutely not better or worse than others, but I am, you know, part of this great community and that is through my higher power. And the essence of 12 step is service. I would not be able to keep it unless I give it away. I have been extremely blessed with a way um, that I became part of this community. I do service um, on a meeting level, intergroup, world service, I sponsor, uh, I have three sponsors. I um, I never, um, you know, I am just very grateful for a way and I manifest it in my service to you and to myself. Thank you very much.